I'm Nia. And I'm Sydney. And welcome to Whole Lot of Baka. In this episode, we'll talk about Naruto's episode 38 through 58. Spoiler alert, we will be going into some deep detail on these episodes, so if you haven't watched yet, you can come back and join us next week. Alright, now let's fucking begin. Hey, Sid. Hey, Nia. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, Baka family. How are you guys doing? I know. I feel like it's been so long. It's been a week, but... And we we also feel- don't ever ask them how they're feeling. I know. Honestly, it feels we weird because you don't respond. <laughs> I mean, we can still ask. Like, come yeah. on now. I was just giving them my honest, you know, feelings and why it never occurs to me. I was going to say, you talk to a baby, you don't expect the baby to respond. I can see the baby. Same, sir. I can't see them. That is true. That is true. We wish we could see you guys. I wish I could. But this will be- figure it out. Yeah, at least you could see <laughs> us. <laughs> but anyway, we are back this so week. What are we talking about? Naruto. Naruto. Episodes 38 through 58. Obviously, you saw the intro, so you know that. <laughs> I honestly hate not being able to be like, oh, season three. <laughs> No, because then it's like we have to we have to like figure out oh what season or what episodes, but then it's like episodes thirty eight through fifty eight, and no. it's annoying. We'll figure it out. But we did find we, we found a good way to stop. We found a good point to stop and a good point to start because of the fact that we're starting with the third exam. Yes, but it's really the preliminary exam before the third exam begins. Mm. So it's the part where, like, they just ended the second exam in the Forest of Death, and they're, like, being lined up with all of their uh, Jonian senseis, and they're, like, being, you know, told that this is going on, basically. Yeah. And Sasuke is, like, freaking out from his curse mark, and, like, they're just, Mm -hmm. like, all lined up, like, figuring out, like, yeah, how it's going to work, the preliminary exam. And they have to do it right then and there. Like, they get no rest. They don't get to go sleep. Like, they've just been in a forest for days. Oh, and they got, like, seven days. <laughs> and they got all of a sudden they're home. So what would be your... So we we saw, like, a lot of people fight. Who are your top three? Let's talk about our top three fights. Okay. First. Number one, my number one fight is obvious. It would be Gara versus Lee. Because that should okay. be a masterpiece. And then okay. I would say after that, I liked Sasuke's fight. Then I was saying, okay. ah, I don't really want to put Naruto's fight in the top three because his fight honestly got on my nerves a little bit. Really? Uh, yes. What? It's taking him that long to beat Kiba, but so you okay? Okay. Here, here are my top three. I would have put, I would have put, uh, Lee and Gara. Obviously, like that's a fucking no brainer. A given. Um, I would, I would put Sasuke and. Uruchimaru's lackey as last, but it's like a toss-up between second being Naruto's or Shikamaru's. I liked Shino's fight, actually. You did? You did. So you would put that as one of your top three, or you're just saying that you liked it? Mm. Honestly, yeah, because I like Shikamaru's fight too, but like it was one of those fights where I expected him to win. Mm. So like you know. <laughs> It, it takes out, like, you know, the intrigue of it. Whereas with Shino's fight, you didn't really know who was going to win. And they made it so dramatic with Orochimaru's lackey's backstory, which is so unneeded. 
Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it made it more like suspenseful on who was actually going to win. And yeah. so I enjoyed it more. Like, yeah, when I, while I was it was I was more entertained while watching it, basically. Like when you when you watch Naruto and Sasuke's, it's like obviously like Naruto and Sasuke are winning. Actually, with Sasuke's, you kind of like got like the sense that he might not have fucking won that shit. Yeah, low because of his curse mark. His curse mark, right? And yeah, with yeah. Naruto, the reason why Naruto's is annoying is because you know Naruto's gonna win, but then like they oh. drag- the way they dragged it out, it was like Naruto would not lose against Kiba. We've already seen Naruto fight fucking Zabuza. Why is he struggling against Kiba? You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the part that was annoying. Like, they should have put him against one of the sound ninja if they wanted him to struggle a little bit or someone who's a little bit more intimidating. But don't put him with one of the Genin from the village who's, like, hasn't left the village yet. You know what I mean? When he, he, he already, like, knows very right. well. Naruto himself has that experience and Kiba doesn't. Mm. And he struggled way too much with Kiba, honestly. I think I I can understand how that could be annoying. I actually did kind of enjoy Naruto and Kiba's fight. I can't really I don't I just think it's the aspect of Kiba Kiba uh like with the dog and like how Naruto outsmarted him cuz you're supposed to think in your head like Naruto's a fucking idiot. Like yeah. how is he going to win this when he's dumb yeah. as fuck and he can only do one one jutsu? You know, or really does like think with his brain and do like one of those outsmarting plans though i do love to see it because of the fact that he doesn't think and i love it because it's like oh my gosh there's our little hokage but like (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) but um he can't think round of applause not in the back he's a gold star it just took him so long watching him get beat up by kiba i'm like seriously Fucking the beating, the beating up part. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Yeah, but like, it was too much. <laughs> him like outsmarting him with the fact of like Kiba's like sound, like uh, enhanced like smell or whatever. I really liked because yeah. it's like I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that mm-hmm. at all when I was watching it. I was like, "How the fuck is Naruto gonna no, do this?" Because it's like, he, what or like the part where he got knocked out, but then like he came back conscious as um, Akamaru instead of as himself. Mm-hmm. I was like. That was genius. Quick it thinking. Was so genius. Yeah, it so was quick thinking. And like, I was like, I was like thinking, I'm like, oh, like, I can't believe that Kiba fucked that up. Cause it's like he's supposed to have known this dog, this dog's entire life. One right. little fucking miss. Like, it's just kind of like makes it like, how flawed are, is your fucking shit with your dog that you let Naruto beat you? In I mean, that way. also with Kiba, he also really only has one jutsu. Like, you never see him do anything besides the fucking... I forgot what it's called. Which, I don't know. The double the double dog shit. Yeah, something like that. Twisted Fang or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, Twisted Fang. Yeah, but like, well, that's like, all you see him do. So, his like, sense of smell should have not let him lose that, though. Realistically yeah. speaking, like, you, you know? So, I mean, I'm glad Naruto won because it makes sense. That's- that's my whole point like the whole fight was just like i don't even understand why it went the way that it did yeah (laughs) sasuke's when he like i understand like it was kind of short and i sasuke's actually kind of annoyed me too um because of the fact that he was going against one of orochimaru's lackeys or whatever and it was kind of short and like 
he immediately was like brought down kind of. And I didn't enjoy the fact that like it took him two seconds to have his head hand on his fucking forehead, sucking out his shit. And I'm like, wait, Sasuke, you're faster than this. Like right. the fact that he got you down that quick, I feel like was really like out of character for you. Even I mean, he was struggling with his curse mark. Like he was supposed, everybody, even everybody was saying like he should have been dead. So the fact that he was able to fight at all. Oh yeah. No, I'm just, I'm talking about the beginning of the fight. I'm talking about the beginning of it. The beginning of the fight, they were saying he should have been dead. Like he shouldn't even have been able to stand up and be conscious. Ah, I think like his fast reflexes, that doesn't use up the curse mark. The fast reflexes that he normally has. Because at one point, darn gone. What? Then when you're just in pain in general. (laughs) <laughs> but he was able he was able to use the same fast reflexes in the middle of the fight. So I'm just trying to figure out why couldn't you use those same fast reflexes? What? Didn't he just use his Sharingan? No, he didn't. When he cause at one point he like backed up. He was able to back up from the lackey. And I was like, okay, so where was that speed when you guys first started the fight? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just it wasn't he wasn't fast enough at first and then all of a sudden he became fast again and then he was able to like overcome it and then the curse mark really started fucking him up when he tried to do uh lee's move mm-hmm. where he was like under the dude or whatever so mm-hmm. it just made no sense to me i was like you should have at least been able to get away from his hand so that he couldn't take away as much as he did as much as your chakra as he did that just kind of didn't make any sense I to me. he was doing good up until that point and up until he caught him by the head like, up until then, he was doing okay. Because even, like you said, I mean, like we've been saying, he had the curse mark, so we don't expect him to be, uh, you know, at 100%. At 100%, exactly. But um, even given that, he was doing a good job. It's just, at that point, he we had no idea that this guy's jutsu was going to be that he could take chakra from your fucking head. And at Which this point, I think is a fucking cheating-ass move. It's so dope, though. <laughs> it's so dope. It of, course, of course, the enemy would have that, like, the opposing side. But None of the other kids have that. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, because so, so, Sasuke, he is not at a hundred percent. Once he done, he did that. He's taking so much chakra from a reserve that's already low because he's not at a hundred percent. So it's not even like he's taking his chakra when when Sasuke is at his best. He's already only only like half. I mean, everyone's already talking about how they think he's going to die. You know what I mean? So you have to assume. They still let happen. I know that was what was annoying because, like, and that was where the like it reminds you of like real life because it's like people they kept talking about like, oh, this is so important. The feudal lords are coming, but it's like these are twelve year olds about to die, and you don't care right. because your feudal lords are coming. And so, they're supposed to be that that the referee. Yeah. Didn't what is he there for? Because the other guy in that one in that one fight died. And, like, they did say that that's not against the rules or anything, but, like, what's he there for if you can kill them? Right. You might as well just let them battle it to the death. Yeah, might as well be a free-for-all. Like, there are no rules, basically. Yeah, it's just, like, fucking Hunter Hunter. It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but I think, okay, in my mind, back, like, towards the end of Sasuke's fight, when he was, when the curse mark was taking over his face and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and then he retracted it back. And Orochimaru is kind of like, sh- kind of sh- shook by that. I was like, if you think Sasuke is so fucking powerful, why would you not think that he would be able to do that? 
You you I, want this you want to you want to take this boy and nourish him how you want him to be so he can be basically your weapon. You clearly know he's strong as fuck and you clearly think that like you shouldn't be as surprised by that or like hmm by that because of the fact that you chose somebody specifically strong to put your curse marked in. You wouldn't have chosen fucking 1010. But I think it's more like a he chose like he chooses people not based off of what they're able to do at that moment, but based off of the potential he knows that their body has, you know what I mean? So like Mm -hmm. a lot of the people he took in, like when we've seen their flashbacks, they were like little poor villagers, like orphan children who were able to do nothing. And he's the one who like built them up into being able to do something because he saw that in them when they had nothing. So I feel like maybe he was just surprised at the fact that Sasuke was, was able to do so much without him like imagine like you're already planning on grooming someone and you're used to grooming them from nothing but like now you're seeing that you're grooming someone who's like basically already like has such a talent and a skill set like there's not much you need to do number one and then number two like you can build that into something even better like you could become even more amazing than what you're used to building so i feel like it was him because he's a creep he's over there getting like chills at the fact that like he's like okay i already knew this was going to be good but this shit is like really about to be good like yeah because he can do this and he should be dead because i just bit him with a curse mark you know what i mean i just thought that if you have potential in somebody you wouldn't be shocked that they like did something that's like if you have to use his body you wouldn't like almost kill him right before his exam because like the whole point is everybody is saying that he should be dead they all have experience with the curse mark before but my thing is like if you wanted to use his body and your whole plan all along was to see what he was capable of why did you bite him then and especially knowing that like he didn't expect him to overcome the curse mark because no one else has like that Mm -hmm. wasn't what he was tending to like see so why do it in the first place that was why i still don't understand why he like if he knows you know Sasuke's background and that he's like one of the Uchiha's and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Why would you not think that he would be able to do that? That's what I'm saying. Like Anko, where the fuck she? Co- she's nothing. She didn't come from like. <laughs> she didn't come from no prestigious ass family, so it makes sense. <laughs> she's nothing. Damn. But like that was hard. But look at Uncle though. Like it makes yeah. sense as to why like Uncle wasn't as strong as Sasuke is. She's like, no, I'll take him out. Sit down. Also, I realized so Anko's name is Anko. Every single time I watched Naruto, I heard Uncle. And so every single time Nia and I would talk about Anko, I would th- I'd be like, wait. But like I thought her name was Uncle. Like, every single time Nia would say Uncle, I'd be like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And then you would tell me who it is. I'm like, oh. And then I was like, why can't I remember her? <laughs> we would literally what? go through this every time. Like, it didn't make any Every sense. time. Every time. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And she would have to remind me. And then I was, I was watching it the other day. I was like, I hear Uncle. Nia hears Anko. That's her why I can never Uncle. remember who you bitch You think her name is Uncle? It sounded like uncle. When the way they say it, you know, their accents and shit, like, it sounds low-key like there's, like, a, a hidden L somewhere at, behind there to me. I guess. It, I wouldn't think that it was spelled like uncle, like, actually, U-N-C-L-E, but, like, 
uncle. Like that, I don't fucking know. You me of like when you put it into Google and they just be reading it out. That's like- <laughs> they're like, I don't know how to pronounce this. So I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> when British people say aluminium, that's so- how they pronounce it. Though that's correct. It is. It is correct. But for somebody who didn't know that, wouldn't understand that. Yeah. Just like I didn't understand her fucking name was Anko and not Uncle. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think she has like a keke genkai or anything. Like she really is just like this random. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. He but knows that Sasuke is in a kiha. He knows that. Everyone else who Orochimaru deals with, we've gotten a backstory for. We have no Anko backstory with him. So we have no idea like what is up with that. Or at least we don't have one now. Like as of right now, I have no idea like yeah. what the fuck, why he would have chosen her. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <clears throat> no. He did his research. He knows who Sasuke is, so I feel like he should have expected a little bit of that. Yeah, but so I, I kind of wish that they would have held off on Sasuke's fight. But I guess it was cool that it was at the beginning. Like it worked out for him because, like, he was about to die. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I think it was one of those things where they needed it to. They needed it to be. Uh, Obviously, you expect Sasuke's to be a little bit later because he's, like, the second main character. Um, I think they also did that to set up the whole, like, he got injured from the curse mark, so he's, like, MIA, mm-hmm. you know, for the rest of the fucking time that they're doing this, right. you know, kind of thing. Um, and also to give you some suspense, like, oh, is he okay? You know, the curse mark almost killed him, like, all that shit. Um, Lee and Gara's fight. Do we want to talk about that now, or do you want to wait? Um the best i I want to talk about it now (laughs) i know let's talk about it now okay i will not argue with that (laughs) i loved that fight yeah it was so like the way i just want to point out that even the the directors and the writer loved that fight because they like the cinema for that fight versus all the other ones is completely different like it was completely differently yeah and i liked that they chose like I like that because normally in your eyes and your mind when you're watching an anime doing when they do this type of shit, you expect the main character to have a crazy fight like that or, you know, it scales kind of a fight like that. Mm-hmm. But Naruto's was nowhere fucking near Leongara's. Like, Naruto's is down here, Leongara's was up here. Normally it's like kind of even. Mm-hmm. And I like that they chose like Lee, a person you just fucking met, Gara, a person you just fucking met, to fight and go head to head and be so like passionate about this fight mm-hmm. and it's like why the fuck are y'all so passionate about this fight i mean i understand but like what i really enjoyed about the fight with lee and gara is the fact that like they were both so passionate but like their passions coming from two completely different places like with mm-hmm. lee you have his passion because he has something to prove because he wants to prove that he can be a ninja that only uses taijutsu whereas gara on the other hand is just literally a sociopath a sociopath yeah <laughs> So it's literally just like it's it's not even like so it's really like it's like their inner fire is coming from two completely different places kind of and you're getting that like parallel. And for me when I saw this part of the arc, I really appreciated the way the writers of Naruto develop their side characters because like you don't get it often where you have side characters where you're getting this emotional um bond to them like how you do with this fight with like with Lee. 
Yeah, and where it's good and like you and there and then the fact that there are so many side characters that they introduce us to, like like you just said, they do this fight right after we just met them. <clears throat> and like it's enough for you to like automatically like like from here on, like you love both of these characters. Like you know what I mean? Like there's most people this fight scene was it for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, so. Before I really didn't care for Lee. I thought he was like gonna be like that weird kind of annoying character but after seeing this and like seeing that lee is so much stronger than he actually says like iconic fucking scene drops the weights yes i always go work out and i have my leg weights on i love that scene he's like lee he's like lee let it go but he's like really (laughs) what i when i started loving lee was when he beat sasuke really that was when I started liking him because, like, at that point, you had just met him and everybody's, like, talking about who the best rookies are and how great Neji is and how great Sasuke is. And nobody's talking about how great Lee is. Like, not a single person named Lee. Even though if he's not a rookie at this point anymore, you would assume that everybody has seen what he's able to do. But they've only named Sasuke and Neji. And then Lee comes and, like, makes a fool out of Sasuke, basically. It's, it's, and I really like That was when I started liking him. But it's because of the fact that he doesn't have any jutsu or like that, or the he doesn't use the same jutsus that they do, and right. that's probably why they only singled out those two. And plus, both of those people have like familial ties with like a higher being and shit like that. You know what I mean? You mean like their clan? Yeah, higher being. <laughs> They're basically royalty. I mean, yeah. they really are basically royalty. They are so it's like, like the aristocrats, like yeah. So and Lee, Lee is just this weird kid. So obviously, like you know, you wouldn't talk about the kid who doesn't have much is mm-hmm. the best, you know. But so that's why I started makes- liking him be- back then. I, so I already started liking him before now, but this really like this for me. This fight like solidified it, and it also made me like Gara because of his like his peak villainism mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he's really bad for him. his little backstory made you feel bad for him <clears throat> but like yeah peak he's villain villain i love him so much villain. Oh yeah my and the fact that like you know his sand is like so uh what is it self-aware of itself and everything and the fact that it protects him no matter what he never gets a scratch on him they said that in the last few episodes before this how like He's, like, always just covered, basically covered with it. Literally, like, he's never not covered with it. Like, it's always on his skin. Like, you realize you basically don't actually know what Gara looks like. Right. I was like, when I saw him quacking, I said, are you joking me? Yes. I was like, no. his body just has sand on it all the time. You know, like, watching that fight, Lee did such a great job. And thinking about, like, how great Lee did and how much he had to go up against. I don't even know who would have done a better job than Lee up against Gara. For the, at least for that, died. Uh, yeah, at least for that preliminary section. Like, obviously not for the whole show, but just for right here and where everyone has grown up until this point. I don't know who else would have been able to beat him, because like mm. Neji, he has his, you know, his sixty-four palm shit. But what's that going to do against sand? Like, other than like keep it away, it's not going to get to him. But him, right. he has an ultimate defense, and Gara has an ultimate defense. That you know, mm. where does the offense come from i don't think sasuke would have been able to do it he wouldn't have been fast enough because that's why he couldn't beat lee in the first place he wasn't fast enough naruto at this time i don't think would have been able to do it 
<clears throat> before training with Jiraiya. So really, at this point, it makes you give props to Lee because like every time Lee like powered up and Lee and Gara kept getting back up, you were just like, how the fuck can he still be getting back up? You know what I mean? Like There's you were never right because you're watching everything Lee's doing and he's like he's opening every fucking gate inside of his body <laughs> like you, you're crazy. like he's about to kill himself trying to defeat you and you're still moving and even everybody was just worried he's struggling like Gar's still struggling but like he's still able to move so that just tells you right there how powerful Gar is because and both Lee and Gar are so I think that this fight was just like magnificent ways of like really showing uh the direction that their characters are going to take in the show. My last <laughs> thing that I'll say about the Gara and Lee fight is that, um, well, last two things is Gara. You see, like you said, he struggled. He actually struggled, and I like that. I like the yeah. fact that you know um, they didn't keep the fight where Lee is the only one struggling. Gara's not struggling at all, but the fight is still going on because Lee is so determined. I like the fact that they were both struggling as as much as the the other one, and I mm-hmm. liked how. Gara is so used to like getting his way basically and being able to defeat anybody and you can really see it fucking with his mind and how like I'm strong as fuck but clearly I'm not the only strong one and then the fact that it's Lee that he's struggling against like he didn't Lee right. wasn't one of the people who he took seriously like he wants to fight Sasuke he wants to fight Neji like mm-hmm. he wasn't thinking about Lee at all and here he is struggling against Lee and Lee is fucking kicking his ass that's the reality that like even his siblings are talking about how no one's ever even scratched gotten through his the sand barrier to even get to his armor at all so the fact that he has completely shattered it (laughs) is like you know everyone's watching it like whoa whoa you know and meanwhile everyone's talking shit about him on the sidelines too because they don't think that he could do anything and he like proves everyone wrong in this moment and everything about this fight is just so emotional it was peak fiction beautiful i honestly now gara won i honestly don't think that they should have counted gara winning i don't think i I think it should have been like sakura and Ino's fight where it was like a draw Mm -hmm. even though like with their fight it's different. Like both, didn't both of them go down at the same time? Yeah, they both lost consciousness. I think yeah. that's the difference because yeah. Lee lost consciousness and Gara didn't. So but I'm just saying, like, the, I'm just saying the the sheer destruction and everything that happened before him passing out should have warranted Gara to still not win, and that it just be a draw. Yeah, so. and really. Lee still stood back up. The only reason why the match ended is because Guy came in and interrupted. Came in. So I still again, I don't think that he should have fucking won. I mean, but in reality, even when Guy came and interrupted it, Lee was unconscious. Like he stood up, like through his will alone. But like he was still unconscious, and like he probably would have died. So yeah, you still you could have cut it at at a draw. Still, you could have done that. You know, even though. He still got up. You could have counted it as a draw. I just don't, I just think that it's so upsetting that Gar was the one that technically won that because of the fact that Lee passed out, even though he passed out and got back up. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So we talked about uh, Shika and Ken. What did you like about Shika and Ken's? That Shikamaru won. That's but it. 
expected him to. That's why I didn't have it on my list. Like, it wasn't a good fight, yes, because you get to see how smart Shikamaru is, but you already know how smart Shikamaru is. And also, at this point, we already know his techniques. So there's not really anything new that you're learning from Shikamaru at this point. Other mm-hmm. than, like, I think at this point, like, you know, people are just kind of like, oh, Shikamaru doesn't really try that hard. You know what I mean? Like, he's not really, mm-hmm. you know, he'll probably give up type of thing. But, like, other than that, it's you're not really learning anything new. I know. I love that about him, too. And then I the fact that he proves them wrong, too. But yeah, uh, and then that, like, you know, because I don't care I- at all about the, like, we never even see that girl again. Like, it was, no. she's irrelevant. So I loved Number one, I love Shigemaru. I love his jutsu. I will say that literally fucking every episode that we talk about this man, I will say that I love his jutsu. I, I liked how he outsmarted her. I think that's what made me really like the fight is how he outsmarted her. Yes. You know, she's supposed to be older, but obviously that doesn't make you smarter anyway. But like she kind of low-key had Shikamaru at the upper hand because of the fact that she was able to get a hit in. But mm-hmm. because her power is face face value i guess like you could see her power very physically in front of you Mm -hmm. you know if you're fast enough you can't really see his power even after even after finding out what his power is it's still kind of hard to gauge how it moves and what it does Mm -hmm. he was he was talking about the fact that it's a lot like it catches you by surprise a lot it does like Mm -hmm. i she, even though he talked about how, oh, she knows my, my, uh, jutsu, I don't know hers. It's going to be such a drag. It's going to be such a problem that all that stuff. He still was able to prevail over her. And he was like, in his mind, he was like, she knows my shit, but like, fuck that. I'm going to still do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat the fuck out of her. But I just love the fact that she was like, oh, you can't kill me. Like, you're going to kill yourself with that pen. And then he was like, oh, really? Okay. Ooh, she got knocked the fuck out. I said, yeah, that was a good one. Honestly, it was a good one. It was, but it like was. saying, like out of all of them, I wasn't like you know surprised. Like it was exactly how I expected it to go. Like yeah, I, I, I didn't say that you had to be surprised or not. It was just the fact of how good it was, and like I like the fact that he was like, "You should always look at your surroundings of your playing field before <laughs> you do anything." And I was like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. That was really nice. So that's yeah. why Shikamaru's was one of my top three, you know, fighting against Naruto's fight. Mm-hmm. I like Conqueror's fight too because he's so weird. So everything about it was so unexpected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect him to be walking around as a dummy with himself in the fucking thing that he carries. Like, I didn't expect that. The entire time. The entire the time. Entire- like, it's painted the same. It just looks like, what? But it, so- but the thing is, is it, you could tell which one is the puppet, but the fact that he can manipulate the puppet to look exactly like him, it's like, why don't you just always have that motherfucker looking like you? Like, why is it that he has to look like the creepy puppet sometimes? I but I I like Konkuro. Like, I, I just... He's I weird, can't- but it's just, like, just his look is weird. Like, his, his power, like, his actual ability is cool. Mm-hmm. I like, I like all three of them. Yes, I love her too. Her fight against Tenten was so funny to me. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it like properly, but it was just so like anything Tenten tried, she was so confident. And like, whenever she would miss one, even they would even zoom over to like Neji and Guy, and they're like, Tenten never misses. There's no way. Blah 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 blah. I just thought it was so pathetic, bro. (laughs) 
her fucking her fucking mo was shurikens and knives against wind. <laughs> like there was no hope for you at all. Like and the, and and no, the way Tamari terrorized her the entire time was just hilarious. Like it's like, like you ain't have to do her like that. <laughs> in real life, yes, knives would beat wind unless it's like a tsunami or a tornado. But like. Tenten looking at Tenten, really get in the mind of Tenten. Why the fuck would you look at Tamari's fan? You only see one moon, but you still see how the sheer size of this thing and the fact that Neji and them still were like, oh my god, like what was funny? Fact, she, how she could not figure out what the fan was. It was like she knew it was a fan, but she was like, what is she using it for? Blah blah blah. blah. I'm like, it's a fan. What could she possibly be using it for, Tenten? Right. Ten, like ten ten is such like a disappointment. She's on the level of Sakura. Yeah, but she's worse because like she's below. She tries she's below Sakura. Yes, she is because she because Sakura can do a lot. She just doesn't try. Ten ten actually tries. There's just not much she can do. There's just not much she can do. Hey, watching that fight, I was like, she really is like she's here. Like she's physically here. Like how does she even make it here? Like how does she make it this far? She's lower than Lee. Like she has some nerve to look down on Lee. She's lower than him. She's like she in the ground. Like, yeah, she doesn't even come close to Lee, and she has the nerve to look down on him. I just ugh, such a disappointment. Such Very much so. And a person that was understandably a disappointment. You kind of figured that it was going to be a disappointment. Is Hinata <laughs> versus Neji? Like that you know, was like. You knew Neji was gonna fucking win, like even though they both bought Byakugan versus Byakugan. I was upset about this fight because, and not even because of the reason. Like obviously, you'd be upset about this fight because it's basically like he's bullying her. But I was upset. Yeah, for sure. yeah, like I was just upset that they did this in the first place because you spent all this time. They've been. I think even since the last episode we did, we've been talking about how Neji was the. Uh, the graded highest ranking rookie last year and how everybody besides Sasuke, everybody's so excited to see Neji and how Neji might be stronger than Sasuke. And they've been hyping Neji up so much this whole time. Mm-hmm. Lee talking about how badly he wants to fight him and you're going to pair him up with Hinata. Okay. So you're not mad at basically Neji specifically with your explanation here. You're, you're, no, you're upset who they, you're, you're <laughs> upset at who they paired him with. Yes. Why would you hype him up like this to put him with Hinata? I don't even <laughs> fully appreciate his skill. You know what I mean? Because it's like he's just beating up this little girl. Anyone could do that. You could have put Hinata with anyone if she would have got beat up. Like, come on. You didn't have to, like, why? I would put Hinata with her own reflection. And the <laughs> reflection would win. <laughs> oh, I will cut Hinata some slack because she has her 64 thing two i mean obviously it's not nothing compared to neji's but like yeah maybe against someone else it would work since it is still I like a pretty good jutsu but like just the fact that they put her I, with neji i would have liked to see him with somebody else but i guess they wanted to get I, I understand that backstory i understand that yeah i think that they chose to put hinata and neji together because because they wanted to show that just because they both have byakugan this is my interpretation. Just because they have Byakugan does not mean that they're both equally as strong as each other. You know, mm-hmm. it's showing that even with having a hot uh, aristocrat clan like them, you could mm-hmm. still be weak as shit. 
And it also yeah. shows the fact that she's she's the head daughter, is she not? Yeah. And he's like the the singled out cousin that doesn't nobody fucking cares about. He still is like he's more powerful than her, and she's supposed to be way better than him because of the fact that she's higher up in the family tree hierarchy that they have going on over there. Mm-hmm. And but it also shows that, you know, he worked hard because of of his status. Right. You know? And not to say that Hinata didn't work hard because of her status. It's just her personality. She's shy as hell and she shouldn't even be here. She's just right. like with Tenten. How the fuck did she get this far? <laughs> right. So like, but Hinata is down there with Tenten. I just don't, I wouldn't put her below Tenten though. No, she's definitely not below Tenten, but she's down there. Yeah, she's down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I put her over Sakura though. I put Hinata over Sakura for sure. Yeah. Maybe I, I not over Eno, unfortunately. You put I, who? For the time being. For the time being. You put who over who? For now, I think it's Tenten, Sakura, Hinata, Eno. Mm, interesting. Interesting. For now. You know, all of them are dead. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that at all. Like, even now. I mean, even for- you know, she can, she will, she has the ability and she will use it. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that. I hate Sakura because she has the ability and does not use it. Ten Ten has no ability tr- and try and acts like she does. That's why I don't like her. She acts like she's so great and she can do nothing. Hinata, right? She has a great ability too, and it's not more. Hers is different from Sakura because, like, Sakura ninety five percent of the time acts like she's a bad bitch, and then as soon as it's time to step up to the plate, she falls she's back. Scared. Whereas. Yeah, whereas Hinata is always scared. So I expect that from her. So I can't blame her for being that way. But like, she does have the power to, to do more, which is why I'm a little bit disappointed. Yeah. So for now, yes, Eno is on top of all of them because she's the only one who is probably stepping into her power. So that is true. Character wise, I don't like Eno. But with that, with that explanation, she does come before them. I mm-hmm. agree with that. Shoji and Doso, Do- Dosu's fight. I expected Dosu to win. I I love Shoji. I love Shoji. But I just don't think that his powers, you know, his abilities, I guess, are strong enough to really go against a lot this of This was people. another one where it was like, why did you why did you pair them up? Like they compared Hinata and Toji and maybe Hinata would have won. I was about to say, I'm looking at our like our list that we have here, and I'm trying. To, I'm like, he would not win against any of these, and Hinata was the first one that I thought of that he could, that he, that she could win. It it would be more of a fight where it's like, yeah, it'd be like a win, fifty fifty chance. Ten ten would have knocked her ass out the park. Ten ten would have knocked her out. She fucking flying like. I yeah, I just I can't really say much about Shoji and Dosu's fight to be honest with you. Like, yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not really the biggest fan of Choji. Like, I like Choji. Like, he's not my favorite out of all of them. Especially at like, this point. like, he's just like he's just there, you know. And then Dosu. Cho- Go ahead. Out of Choji and Dosu, I choose Do- I choose jo- yeah. Choji. If I'm gonna choose Choji as like top five, he wouldn't be my top five. But I, I do enjoy him from Dosu because he's been so creepy this whole time. And we didn't even get to see him fight, like, when they had their fight in the woods with Sasuke. Mm-hmm. So we really haven't seen much from him. And, like, I was really... This is another thing where, like, I wouldn't have wanted him to go against Choji because, like, 
he's not going to be savage ended Soji. He's one of those characters that you know is not going anywhere, like right now. And then like it, it was a, it was he's like one of those characters with with Gara. Like you saw Gara immediately, and you know he was somebody not to fuck with. I got the same vibes with Dosu, but I did not get the same delivery that I got with Gara. You know what I mean? It's like they kind of just cut it off and kept moving. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the Neji and Hinata fight where like, you know, a little bit where it's like, oh, I I expect more from him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worse in this situation because we see more of Neji. Like Neji is Hinata's cousin. He's basically the leaf royalty. We'll see more of him. We're not going to see more of Dosu. So it's like, so in this situation, it's like you hyped him up and you made him so scary and intimidating and you put him up against Choji. And of course he won, but it was like another thing where it was like, of course you would win. You've been scary and intimidating this whole time. Like, those who barely even freaking tried, he's like, your body is an entire like eardrum. I'm a fucking literally like it was, it was so like anticlimactic. (laughs) It was just like, okay. All Choji has is to become a roly poly. So, like, that's it. It's not entertaining to watch. So, we we talked a little bit about Sakura and Enos. Do we really need to talk more about Sakura and Enos? No, that's why I didn't. Because of the fact that the next they, thing I was going to ask you is if you noticed at this point, because they do like they do tell us eventually, but if you notice at this point that Amorichimaru was infiltrating and just watching, yeah. I talked about the fact that Sasuke had the bite and he reacted to it. Right, right, right. But, like, he was there for, like, a long-ass time before anyone even, like, mentioned he was there. And he was over there by, like, um... He was over there, like, by the Hokage and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, do none of them notice that there's this ninja that they didn't recruit standing here? Right, a a sound village, Nilla. A, fa- a sound village ninja at that. Right. I forgot to bring like, that it up. Would be different. It would be different if it was like a leaf village person because it's like obviously the leaf village is hosting it. It's in the leaf village. So obviously there's going to be other ninjas from that village. But a sound village ninja, there's only three of them there. Really two. Yeah. Because at that point, not even like they're like at this point, the sand and the leaf are kind of co-doing this uh mm-hmm. exam and at this point the sand village isn't even standing up there next to hokage so why is this random sound ninja <laughs> up there nobody says anything <laughs> and then nobody senses and, and then when he disappears no one says anything no one thought that was odd i don't know they're oblivious i mean kakashi probably couldn't see him anyway he's got half his face covered you know how you lose lose your peripherals <laughs> That's what happened. Relying on that one eye. Yeah, he only relied on. He's like, wait, is there anything over there, guys? I can't see. Right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, after yeah, I mean, everyone who was important. I'm stand on that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who was important, we talked about. But after this yeah. point, um, you know, the Hokage announces the third exam and basically tells them they have a month to train and get ready and prepare because like at this point everybody's already seen what you can do so learn some new moves prepare and in a month yeah. we'll come back and regroup so at all of them actually go into training at this point um but first we see like naruto tries to get kakashi to teach him but kakashi like has to finish dealing with sasuke 
mm-hmm. and his whole curse mark thing. And at this point, we see Orochimaru like come to fight Kakashi. And why was Kakashi pissing himself? What I don't wait. What I don't understand is why nobody has told Naruto about the curse mark. Like, obviously, Sakura knows about it. You know, I just don't understand. If y'all are all in the same team, shouldn't everybody be aware of this? I, I think it's like- kind of stupid to tell Naruto. I honestly feel like it's it's stupid that Sakura hasn't told Naruto yet. Um, mm-hmm. I understand why at first Sasuke said it, but at this point, I feel like y'all should have told Naruto by now. Yeah. Because um, then, like, Naruto's over here thinking that Kakashi's over here playing favorites when he's like, no, this motherfucker just almost died. <laughs> I mean, but also at the same time, like, Naruto and or Sasuke and Kakashi's chakra and ability matches up better than Sasuke than Naruto and Kakashi's. So if you're thinking who you who's gonna train who, like Nar- Sasuke is the only Uchiha left in the village, and other than him, Kakashi's the only person with a Sharingan. So obviously that tells you they're gonna train together. So Naruto should have known that. Honestly. I mean, <laughs> but there he goes, not Naruto's thinking. Not the Naruto's huh? not the brightest. But like Kakashi yeah, is his. Kakashi's his teacher. He should have told him. You know, like if you know that your student's not smart, why don't you say something? He definitely could have, but he didn't need to. <laughs> but instead, he puts him up against freaking uh, the pervert. Uh, <laughs> f- I don't remember his name. The guy with the, the glasses. I don't the black glasses, yeah. The mm-hmm. blue bandana. He over here, Crip. Earlier because he was training, first he was training uh, Konohamaru. Mm-hmm. And that was where we saw him first. And uh, now. Mm-hmm. He's coming back to train Naruto. And Naruto's like, yeah, no. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I wasn't either. Like, even to this day, as many times as I've seen Naruto, I don't understand why what Kakashi was thinking. <laughs> I right? Like it just doesn't make any sense at all people. It does all not people. at all. Like, especially when you think of like student teacher dynamics, just the way that that sensei was, the way he talked, like he was so eloquent yeah. and like his big words. And Naruto's an idiot. So, like, mm-hmm. you can't teach him. Like, it's not going to translate the right way. You know, like, he's very much and- show. Like, he, he learns by experience. Mm-hmm. So- but it's also the fact that, you know, you have to enjoy. I mean, yes, when it comes to, like, regular school systems, like, you can't pick and choose the teachers that you that you do. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're doing one-on-one, like, if you're doing one-on-one tutoring with a child, that child needs to like you. So why would you put him against somebody who he does not like for certain reasons? It may not be reasons that make fucking sense, but if it's going to hinder him learning, don't pair him with him. And if the reason, one of the reasons why he said is he's a pervert, maybe don't. Why would you do it? Maybe don't pair the child with someone who he's calling a pervert. Maybe. Regardless Regardless of what kind of pervert he is. Right. Who he was being a perv towards. Like, let's not put a pervert with children, maybe. But, okay, Kakashi. You know. well, all right, Kakashi. Yeah. I'm thinking because you had life or death situations to deal with, so I'll try to give you mm-hmm. a slide for this one time. <laughs> what? Okay, so I, when, when, uh, Kabuto and Orochimaru were talking, and the fact that, like, you know, he's like, oh, you're going to use Sasuke. Uh, you are now, like, in charge of Sasuke. I was like, why are you putting Kabuto, like, in charge of Sasuke all of a sudden? Like, you never, like, g- did he do that before? Or Kabuto just naturally went towards Sasuke? I mean, no. 
I mean, at this point, we're just now finding out that Kabuto, we only just found out that Kabuto's with Orochimaru to begin with. Mm. So, so I, at this point, they made it seem like because he told him that, and then he almost went and killed Sasuke. So at this point, you're still trying right. to figure out, like, is Kabuto still doing, is, is Kabuto doing his own thing? Is Kabuto trying, like, against Orochimaru? Like, what's really going on here? Because at this well, point, it looks I like Orochimaru, like, Kabuto is playing everybody. Like, he's playing Orochimaru, he played Naruto. Like, he's working on his own, basically, is, is what the vibe he, I'm getting. He kind of is. He's, like, a freelancer, but I think he also is low-key going against Orochimaru, because Orochimaru was like, if you want to stop me, you got to kill Sasuke now. But then that was right after he told him that he's in charge of, of mm-hmm. him, basically, like, his caregiver. And I was like, so you want to put the person who you think will kill Sasuke to stop you in charge of Sasuke? What? I think it was a test. Like, I think Orochimaru was testing him, obviously. But, like, I think it was a risky test because, like, he was watching him. Like, as Kabuto was about to kill Sasuke, like, Orochimaru was literally watching him through the window. And I was, like, wondering what he was planning on doing if he really did kill Sasuke. Because, like, you've been making a whole big deal about Sasuke. And now you're just, like, gambling him, basically, to see whether or not Kabuto is loyal. I think he kind of, like, knew that somebody was going to come and interfere, which is always so crazy in animes. Like, how do you freaking know that? Mm-hmm. But, like, I think he knew that Kakashi or just anybody that would fight Kabuto was going to come. Not to necessarily rescue Sasuke. It was just going to be one of those things like it was. Kakashi walked in because he was going to go deal with Sasuke anyway. And it just right. so happens that Kabuto was caught in the at the wrong time, wrong place, you know, kind of whatever. <laughs> Yeah, right. I like the fact that he gypped Kakashi, though. Like, yeah, I was surprised by that because, like, Kakashi's supposed to be amazing. Like, at this point, mm-hmm. we've been told that Kakashi is the best Jonin in the league. And this child who failed the tuning exam six times just outsmarted him. So at this point, you're like, okay, who the fuck really is this guy? Because also before this, Orochimaru himself even said that Kabuto is, like, the same strength as Kakashi. Kakashi, yeah. Yeah. So you're like, who the fuck is this kid that he was able to actually like outsmart Kakashi? Mm. Shit, I don't know. But I don't know. I, I thought it was crazy. Like I said, I thought it was crazy that he outsmarted him in that way where he was like a dead body, but like mm-hmm. he wasn't a dead body. And I was like, I had to watch five like, different dead bodies he was using. I was like, damn, like, right. I had to watch that a couple of times because I was like so confused. I was like, wait, which one is the real Kabuto? <laughs> and which one's not for all we know the kabuto that he knocked out could have been the real kabuto and the one that flew out the window was the fake kabuto at this point i don't even know if kabuto's real kabuto <laughs> is not real i know he's, he's just a ghost figure, he's a figure he's of everybody's imagination bodies like he's just passing through just hopping like a damn zombie or right. some shit but, you know, in this pre, I mean, not pre, post, I guess I could still say pre, pre-third exam stage of, like, everybody training. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kakashi, basically, we we see that he's not stronger than Kabuto or Orochimaru, because he almost shit himself when he was about to fight Orochimaru. Which I don't blame him, because Orochimaru was fucking terrifying. And, um, and then, so Sasuke is, like, out. He's in the hospital, and Lee's in the hospital, too. Every is in the hospital. I know. Basically, everyone's in the hospital. And we learned that Lee basically is out for the count. Like, yeah, he's never coming back. Our sand coffined his ass, and it was a coffin. And that's it. Mm. (laughs) Yo, that shit was so funny to me, Nia, is when, like, 
you know, first Eno and Sakura, they have their little tough at the flower shop or whatever. Eno, this is where I say I don't like Eno's personality. She's a bitch. It's because she 100%. Sakura is like, I'm going to I'm gonna get a flower for Sasuke and I'm going to get a flower for Lee. Mm-hmm. This is a- after... Sh- after Sakura says this, Eno still doesn't get a flower. Even though, you know, Sakura... like that. Neither does Sakura! She just met him, too! Has Eno even had a conversation with Lee? I mean, like, Lee literally saved Sakura's life. I think the least she could do is get him a fucking flower. I guess. But it's like, if... I still, like, if we're fighting together, and at some point we're supposed to be, like, comrades, maybe? Like, if we both pass, I'd still want well wishes on you you know I like mean, a flower is not gonna kill you village. yeah they're all from the same village so right. it's kind of bitchy that she didn't and she also exactly. came in, like i just brought up how he saved sakura's life you know basically saved his life when they were in the forest so yeah was like why would you why you did that you saved his life you can't give him a flower they were friendly enough to where she could have got him a flower she was just being exactly crazy. what was You're so right. funny to me though is after being pissed off about that shit what was so funny to me is when they were like oh he can't have many visitors you can't come for very long so they go fucking sasuke's gone <laughs> like, they never away. Found him. didn't find him <laughs> and then they're like well and they're like oh well uh you know we'll go see lee then you know we'll put out a bolo on freaking sasuke right now let's go see lee the exact same clip that they had for sasuke and finding out that sasuke wasn't there was literally the same as lee all they did was take out sasuke's name and put lee's name in it's the exact same scene (laughs) and the fact that lee yeeted himself basically out the window because like that window was open yeah, that window was open. He literally yeeted himself out the fucking window to go do some push-ups. How'd that work? On, like, the third floor. And he's and the fact of how long has this man been out of his bed that he's already at 200 push-ups? I was gonna say, he was almost <laughs> damn near. He fell right before 200. And I was like, Nobody wow. noticed? This cripple in the corner talking about 999 like i know that there's people walking patients from one area to the other or people walking around y'all don't see this kid who's in pain and he's like get away from me and then- <laughs> no they did see him they tried to help him and he yelled at all like they're like okay <laughs> you got it all right got it. but they didn't, they didn't go to go go get nobody that had authority over him just imagine if uh freaking uh what's his face came he would have gotten up. Yeah. God, yeah, he would have gotten up. He was like, oh, guys, since I am here to pray. He said, bitch, don't do that again. He would have slapped the fuck out of Lee. <laughs> Get your ass back in the bed. <laughs> Lee would have thought he was doing something so fantastic that guy would have been so happy with him. Guy would not have been happy with his ass. <laughs> Just to get his SB. To get another broken arm and another broken leg. So he's a fish. Literally, a perfect little starfish in the bed. But yeah, that's what made me didn't let, like you know's personality. Still, I mean, she, fair is. she is a bitch. She is. Um, so. but then it was paired with the lovely sense of soccer or Sasuke and Lee trying to run away, basically. Yeah, and then Naruto was in there too because 
He was well, he was there a lot later though. Oh yeah, that's true. After he was because he was training. Well, during all this time, he's training with Jiraiya. Like, yeah. All this stuff is like yeah. simultaneously. He's, really, yo, he switched from perv to another perv, a worse perv. But like that, the second time he's by choice. Yo, when the we second when one was by choice. Jiraiya, he is not okay at all. <laughs> There's so he, many. He's not okay. There's so oh. many. <laughs> In his relationship with Naruto in the beginning. So many. Like, the fact that Naruto has to transform himself into a naked girl to get his attention for anything is ridiculous. Right. And, and then, then freaking drives like, can you bring him back? Bring her back? Bring her. You know it's a child! <laughs> and you know it's a little boy! Why are you traumatizing him like this? The fact that we were just talking so much shit about the other perv, and then we have Jiraiya that comes in. We just and need I have to be to talk about this first, just because later on you will hear me talking about how much I love Jiraiya. So I have to address this first. <laughs> like it was just not okay. Even like when Naruto was working out, not working out, when he's getting ready to like walk on the water, and he was like taking apart his trigrams and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I just noticed you have such a tight, sexy body." And I'm like, "That <laughs> shit was so fucking weird." I could not with Jiraiya. Like, as he's undressing. Yes, I was so in his underwear. Naruto, like for I was feeling it for Naruto, the the discomfort. But like, like Naruto didn't even feel discomforted. Like he just felt like really like, mad and annoyed about all. Yeah, he's like, "You're disgusting. You're sick. You're pathetic." Like, like can we get your life, please. But like, uh, that's also when he saw the nine tail seal in his stomach, mm-hmm. and he like saw that, that like Orochimaru like did the. Yeah, and then he like stopped that or whatever. In this and moment, he also taught. They also taught. He knows Orochimaru because he literally sees it, and he's like, "I'm gonna guess Orochimaru did this." And I'm like, "Okay." And the fact that he's like not even shitting himself, he's like, "Oh, I know exactly who this is." I know yeah. the signature. <laughs> he's like, "I'm." He's like, "Just close so your funny. eyes." He's like, "Just close your eyes and put your hands above your head." And Naruto's like, "Okay," and does it anyway. And then he just fucking decks the shit out of him. Like, what? I mean, I understand, like, he didn't want to, like, trouble Naruto and scare him, but at the same time, at least warn him that you're going to do something to him like that. He's clearly notorious for that because he also threw him into a bottomless pit and also didn't tell him he was going to do that. Right. Like, now that, I, I guess I could understand. But he did say life or death. He did warn him that. He did. It was going to be a life or death situation. So, you know, mm, <laughs> kind of makes sense, I guess. That shit Fair was enough. fire, though. That shit was fire as fuck when he pushed yes. him into the ditch. Yes. Because we see the nine tail and he's like, and we actually see the nine tails this time. Like, yeah. he speaks. Yeah. <laughs> like, he actually speaks. Yes. Like, he's an entity. He exists inside of Naruto for the first time. And, like, we get to see that interaction with them. I love him. I love the Nine Tails. Like, I, the fact that, like, he's like, you're the puny little motherfucker that I live inside. Are you kidding me? And he, and then Naruto's like, give me your power. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, and like, I'm like, like rent. if you leave, <laughs> I was, I was dead when he said, right. you better listen. <laughs> we are falling. We are free falling right now. Free falling. <laughs> I need you. You give me your power now. You live. Right. 
You need me, I need you. We both about to die. And he's like, well, I guess since I'm about to die, okay. <laughs> I guess I have no choice. I have no choice at all. Yeah. Any other time, I wouldn't have given you my shit. Yeah. That joke was so funny. And then the fact that after all of Naruto's struggling of trying to get a frog way before this, all he was able to do was little fucking tadpoles and shit. Yeah. He goes and gets um Gamakiki. Chief Toad. Chief Toad. Chief Toad. The, the biggest and most notorious frog out there. Toad, sorry. Toad. Out there. And again, just like the night tail, is like, you didn't do this. <laughs> you didn't summon me. No Where's way. Raya? Stop playing games. Jiraiya <laughs> and he I mean Jiraiya Jiraiya was over there in the tree watching all this happen so he was there he was gone bro he was <laughs> he's like Jiraiya come on no he's like no it was me he's like yeah no you're a bitch because you fell off my head so there's no fucking way that you summoned me like out of all people you so puny yeah that makes sense and he's like Naruto's like how dare you I'm Bihokage <laughs> you remember his name today Remember this name. Naruto Uzumaki. I am your master. Bow down. He's like, you got a day. Yeah, he's like, you got a day. I love Naruto's confidence. Like, from here on, it's like his confidence just builds and builds and builds and builds. Because, honestly, and, like, to some people, it could be... I was going to say, because after this point, like, we see him being super confident, but then we also get to see him going towards the, the third exam. And he's mm-hmm. not so confident. So, like, I love that you get to see, like, those two sides of his personality. Yeah. Great writing. I, I, oh, honestly, a part, like, the cockiness that Naruto has, like, people could actually really not like. And, like, at some points, I'm like, all right, Naruto, chill the fuck out. But, <laughs> it's a little too much. but it's not all the time. And it's not, like, super heightened. It's at different levels and whatnot. So, like, that makes it better. Um, mm-hmm. But... I was really disappointed when Naruto didn't last as long as Chief Toad told him to. I Did he know. say a whole day or by the end of the day? I thought he said by the end of the day. So I think he had it was sunset. And it he was like, technically sunset! And he still didn't give it to him. Actually setting. The sun was at, yes, that's sunset. Sunset, it's setting. It doesn't have to be completely set because that's night. <laughs> I think I mean, he gave it to him. He gave it to well, him. Sunset but it was light outside. Right. He said until sunset, and it was setting at that point. So technically, Naruto won. But the sun didn't go under. The sun didn't set yet when he passed out. Sunset is still should be considered no. when the sun is halfway up, halfway down. Otherwise, sun setting would be it. I he still gave it to him because he did last a long ass time. He did. I would have been very upset if he still didn't give it to him. him No, which was crazy. I wasn't expecting underwater and shit. Even Jiraiya was like, "Is he gonna die?" I thought that he was. I don't understand why Chief Toad didn't stay down there because if he had stayed down there, he would have definitely killed him. I don't understand why he didn't. But I thought this was the end for Naruto. I was like, I know the whole show is called Naruto and that like he's supposed to be Hokage, but I honestly think that he's about to die right now. I think this is the end. I thought that the only reason that, like, Chief Told wasn't more 
aggressive with him is because like he low key like did want to test him and see what he was capable of and like not kill him like he was like probably like okay we'll see type of thing i think chief toad also 100% knew that naruto summoned him how else i think he was in denial that it was naruto specifically <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think exactly like I think he just wanted to see for himself how it was possible that this boy was able to summon him. So he just wanted to test yeah. him out. I really think that he just wanted to, it was like a test. So he I don't literally think he wanted it him, you know, I don't think it was like a serious thing like exactly at midnight. I think the fact that Naruto made it even just by the minute that like yeah, Toad wasn't even expecting. So. Chief Toad literally expected it to be somebody way better than Naruto. And he was so upset. He was like, there's no way I am letting you summon me and I okay. have to bow down to you. Ain't no way. And he thought, I like that. he thought it was time for battle. <laughs> he showed up ready to fight. He's ready, bro. But I like that Chief Toad does have like a heart. And he was like, well, I could lend you my chakra and heal you immediately. But I think that it would be best for me to give you to a hospital because I honestly think that if Chief Toad had given him his chakra to heal him or whatever, he would have accidentally killed him because of how much chakra he has. And plus, Naruto's already beaming with two different chakras already. Like, I don't think it would have been like that good of an idea to do that, but I like that he took him to the hospital. And that's where we find that everybody's in the hospital, even Choji from Heartburn. Heartburn. Which was ridiculous. I was like, of course, because he didn't do nothing in his fight. So there's no other reason right. why he tripped on a fucking banana. I couldn't understand why else he'd be here. They didn't. Even, it didn't even make any sense why they wouldn't let Choji eat fruit. Wouldn't that help his heartburn? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but like, I just know that you normally get heartburn from like eating a lot of greasy foods and shit like that. So I thought going back to you know the motherland, eating fruits and shit and vegetables that would help. But they're like he can't have it, and I'm like y'all are starving this poor child. And that's that's child cruelty. They probably just had him on like no food, like a no food diet. Period. No, he did eat because he was like, oh, I just ate lunch. Like it was hospital food though. He was like, oh, I uh -huh. just ate, but I'm still hungry. Like he was mm -hmm. eating hospital food, so it didn't make any sense as to why they wouldn't let him eat. The fruit, but the hospital food. Anyway, that's I maybe I don't know because acidic. I don't know. Right, I, I really don't know. Not doctor. either way. The real important part. You don't of, see the doctorate on this wall. <laughs> I know, but the real important part of this scene was really the fact that Gara finds his way to the hospital so that he can kill Lee. Um, kill Lee. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we find out like in the in the behind the scenes. Um, like with his siblings and with their, I guess who's supposed to be their sensei, they have been mm. like not supposed to be letting Gar out of their sight. Um, yeah. and he was like, been, like strict about like yeah, and they're like super strict about like watching his temperament and stuff. And here he is out of their sight in the mm. uh, hospital looking for Lee. Where we, before that, no, before that we learned that like you know specifically that he was born with the sand demon in him and stuff like that. Don't and, we learn you know, that? I thought we learned that at that scene because he told Naruto. Mm -mm. Well, I mean, oh. we learned about the demon. We learned about the demon, but like we learned a little bit more about his backstory about like you know I killed my mother, uh, the sand villain or the sand demons inside of me. Uh, my dad tried to kill me multiple times um, because of this, even though he was the one that made me this way. That, uh, he was like basically I was bred. Yeah, bred for evil, basically. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel, and yeah. to like fight, be a ninja, do horrible yeah. things, kill people. <laughs> and I said, I was meant to kill. I'm meant to kill you. And, that, and I'm doing but- it. I'm doing my job. <laughs> feels wrong for me to leave you alive so i must kill you but um i liked where he was like talking about this with naruto and naruto was like oh you think you're a demon like i've got a real demon and garo's like you want to talk about some demons (laughs) and like he basically scares naruto shitless telling him about his demon but like he does talk to him about it yeah yes because we we saw it during the time when, like, the siblings were talking to the sensei. They did, like, a little flashback yeah. then, too. But here yeah. we have Gara go, like, deeper into it. And it's more mm. so in, like, a way that's kind of bonding. It's, like, the first time we really see him, like, bond with Naruto, being that they both have something inside them. And also it's our first time knowing that other people are like Naruto. Like, Naruto's not the only one. This is our first I wouldn't time consider it bonding, though. I wouldn't either... Not on Gara's side, but I consider it on Naruto's side, just because what he was going through mentally was like he really was bonding with him when you think about it, because he was relating I, I to him. I think there's and- a different word for it, but bonding Re- is not the word. Relating to then, he was relating. relating. That's good. Bonding is when yeah. both both people enjoy yeah. what they're doing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's relating not- to him. Yes, he was relating to him because of the fact that they both have the spirit like the demon spirit inside of them but what mm. i liked about this scene was that while gara was explaining his story and like talking about like what his life was like having it inside of him during that whole time naruto is thinking about his own story and his own life mm. and the fact that he could have easily turned out like gara yeah, yeah. And i really liked that because for one when you have someone who's not supposed to be smart you don't expect them to be that self reflective mm. and he was like and also like he's so like he's like this is impressive for a lot of reasons like for him to be that self-reflective and realize that he could have like through all the, if it wasn't for certain people and certain steps that happened in his life he could have ended up like that way 100%. and like that alone scares him shitless mm-hmm. like he's afraid of the fact that he almost ended up like that and it's kind of and, like in his mind he's like why didn't I end up like that? Because, like, you think right. he's an orphan child, no parents, you know, lives by himself, doesn't have any money, all that. People hate him. Like, you would literally think that he would have actually turned out that. like Gara, but he didn't. Right. And he didn't. And the fact that he's even able to pinpoint what, who in his life and what things that happened in his life that stopped him from becoming that is like amazing because of like the fear he's literally feeling at the fact that he knows deep inside of himself that that was almost him. Mm-hmm. That also yeah. like says a lot to us about like just the way, cause he named Aruka sensei and we saw that moment literally the first episode. Yeah. So that lets you know how recently like Naruto has been going through all this character, like internal development and stuff because like, if that moment didn't happen on the first episode, basically, Naruto is telling us in this moment that he would have deadass became Gara. <laughs> right. Like, Gara <laughs> even had, like, support systems. Like, Gara had his dad, even though his dad was terrible. He's the son of a Kaze Kage. He has siblings. Yeah, he has like, siblings. He- Naruto yeah. had nobody up until a certain point. He has so nothing. Like, you would have expected Naruto to turn like Gara way before Gara even turned out the way Gara did. Exactly. Because Naruto had no one up until, when you think about it, like, at this point, he had no one up until, like, three months ago. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, 
really. And so that's why I like watching the scene and like just seeing him like literally freezing with fear mm-hmm. at that fact is like really just like, whoa, as far as like character development goes. And then Gara, like basically, you know, reflecting back on himself, it's literally like itching at him and the fact that they're going to stop him from killing Lee. And that's his goal, like really is getting hit to him as well. Yeah. And, then- and the way he even describes his jealousy of like, Lee having the bond with Guy and like in his life all he's ever known is people wanting to kill him but it's like it's so crazy I guess like he targeted Lee because of the fact that like that's the person he who he fought who almost beat him and all that stuff because it's like when you think about it that's any of the children with any of their senseis they're all close to their senseis I mean obviously they probably aren't as close as Guy and Lee are but they're all pretty damn close compared to you and your father Gara like I think I, I just think that they triggered him specifically because out of everyone who he's met with their senseis, they're definitely the closest. I mean, like, yeah, most people, like for me included, when I first watched the show, I thought they were father and son, you know, like not even alone because they look alike, but like they literally have that type of energy. You know what I mean? So I could see where he's like, even as he's watching them during the fight, he's like, why the fuck do you care about him this yeah, much? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like at that moment, <laughs> during the fight, yeah. when he stopped in and st- mm-hmm. and stopped him from killing him, he was like, why do you, you know, what the heck? Why do you- yeah. And yeah. That's I'm- when he realized that he was like, I need, I'm jealous. I need to kill him. What was so funny to me in that part is when Guy came and saved him, he says something and every single time, like both times that I've watched Naruto, I've thought that he was going to say that that was his son. You know exactly what part I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. He goes, he's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because he's my, and I was like, I, I swear on everything he was going to say, my son. And I was going to lose it. <laughs> Absolutely lose it. Even though I know my the fact story. Even though I saw Lee in his backstory when he was like a guy that looked just like him and all that stuff, they didn't even know each other. I was expecting that. I kind of want it. I want it. I want. Well, I know, right? Like we were gonna find out that Lee was his love child or something. Yeah, and so that's why he like takes very much pride in him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was disappointed. That that I know was- that would have been a done that. I mean, but we would have expected it. So I guess they wanted to plot twist us by not having that. That is very true. They want us to think that, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, he doesn't kill Lee, which is good. Yay. Mm -hmm. Because guy shows up again, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and it's, because he just leaves and Gar is just like, I'm still going to kill all of you. Like, fuck all. He literally leaves like this. Fuck all of you. (laughs) I know. Fuck. This isn't the last you're gonna see of me, bitch. It's <laughs> basically like in in some shows where they're dragging them and their feet are dragging. <laughs> and they're like, You'll never hear the last of me. <laughs> that's the the mentality that that's screaming. Yes, literally. It was so funny. Like, yeah. okay, try it, bitch. <laughs> you got Shikamaru, the Nine Tail Fox, and Guy. Are you kidding me? That's why he just walked out. He was like, all right. All right. I got you. I got you, motherfuckers, next time. Wait. Wait. And see. Like, <laughs> that was so funny. I This is probably, like, my favorite area arc, I guess, mm-hmm. of Naruto. But there's more to come, obviously. As of right now, this is my favorite. But- this is definitely one of my favorite. I won't say it's my favorite, but it's definitely up there in, like, top three. 
like I said, like we said in the other episodes, for me, exams are my favorite. They will always be my number one favorite. True. I mean, the exams in general, the tuning exams as a whole is number one. I was just saying that this exact moment is on number three. I like I like when they I like when they do one on ones a lot because then you get to see more of everybody else stuff like that. That's why this. But I really enjoyed the third exams, so I'm really looking forward to talk about it next time. Yay! I was going to say next week, but it's it's not next week. Don't get too excited. Oh yeah, it's not. It's my family's next week. Which you know what? I'm so excited. We're talking about that because it's coming back like in five days. Did you? Maybe. Did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. We should do we should do a week by week episodes. Maybe, but it's Maybe. already for season two. We haven't talked about season one yet. Well yeah, in five days. We we can we can do it. We can do it. All right, Let's I have faith in us. Yeah. So we can do it. You're right. We can do it. That's what we're gonna do. Boom. Look forward to it. Episode episode. Our first first time doing this. First time doing this. No, we did it for AOT. Oh, we did it for AOT, but we were kind of behind on AOT. We were whole like weeks ahead. You don't know your own episodes. We were behind on AOT. That's why I forgot that we did it that way. Won't we be like a week behind on this too? You were like a two weeks. We were only a week behind. I thought we were two weeks. Can we do two episodes at a time? So that's probably why. See, it's not the same. I don't remember how we did it. No, we didn't. Oh, you don't know your own episodes. Fuck you. You don't even know we did it. So. It basically isn't the same. It basically isn't the same because if we did two episodes and one, it's not the same. We're doing one episode this time with Spy Family. So look forward to it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, that's wrapping this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed Naruto's episode 38 through 58, and we hope you come back next Wednesday. Next episode, we'll talk about Spy Family. Don't forget to connect with us at bakahanasu at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, our YouTube channel, and of course, this podcast at Whole Lot of Baka. Info in the show notes below. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Bye.